Good evening, everybody. This is Andy Elford, the host of All Andy Elford, and you are listening to a special post-game edition of All Andy Elford tonight right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Bleaker, Stitcher, however you're listening, wherever and however you're listening, thank you so much for tuning in to our show this evening as we will be doing these shows post-game for the Toledo Walleye postseason run on Facebook Live, as well as here on the Anchor Network. So tonight's show is unedited, uncensored, and full of content. So enjoy the show. Let's get at it. Guess who's back? All in the Alfred. And a shot at a goal. 54 runs in the span. We're going to get shut out. Dumbino. Hit to a home run. Go, Jack. That's way back. Put some Bear down, Chicago Bears. Choo-choo, it's time for all Andy Alfred. It is time, my friends. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. After last night's come-from-behind win, the Toledo Walleye find the way. Adversity proves yet again that they can do this very well. And I will still state to this date that this team is by far, in my opinion, the best Toledo hockey team I have ever seen in my entire life. The the amount of talent on this ice the amount of talent that this team has unbelievable and tonight going into Utah for game 5 after the stunning unbelievable comeback that we witnessed last night the fish get the job done Takes care of business and win the series and win the Western Conference Championship. It's Molson time, baby. It's Molson time. Cheers to the walleye. Congratulations. I love you guys, and welcome into this special post-game edition of All Andy Alfred, right here on your exclusive home for me, that is with the Anchor Network, and you are listening to me tonight on the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Bleaker, Stitcher, however you are listening, wherever and however you're listening, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this special post-game edition of All Andy Alford as we're on Facebook Live tonight. You can follow our show on Twitter. It is at All Andy Alford. It is at All Andy Alford as well as on Facebook.com slash All Andy Alford. But you're watching us on Facebook Live tonight as well. Unbelievable. The game has just ended about 15 to 20 minutes ago. We saw the championship Trophy presentation. They picked up the trophy. I'm a little leery on that. 
I'm fine with it. I, I'm fine with it. The series is done. The hardest part of this series is done. Winning the last game that you needed to do. And they did it. And they did it in style tonight. At the Maverick Center in Utah. We'll break the game down for you tonight. As well as look at the Walleye's opponent. For the 2022 Kelly Cup Final. As Newfoundland battled Florida. Could Newfoundland survive the series? We'll talk about it tonight. We have a Game 7 in the NHL tonight, which will be scheduled for Monday night. We'll talk about that tonight. The Tigers. Oh, the Tigers. The Tigers. The Tigers. The Reds, on the other hand, are finding ways to win, and the Punisher kills it. While the Hens continue their ways at 5th, 3rd field as well. But we are going to leave with what transpired tonight. At the Maverick Center in the beautiful city of Valley City, Utah, as our fish, our fight with a 3 1 series lead going into tonight's game. We're one win away from the Kelly Cup final. And it all started off. It was all walleye in the beginning of this game. In the beginning of this game. As the fish jumped out to an early 1-0 lead. And it was all started off with Brandon Hawkins. A great 2-on-1 pass. Beating Miner who's coming back into the lineup after being with Colorado last night. As the third goaltender. A great 2-on-1 pass from Dickinson and Gordy Meyer. Capitalizing on the lob pass to Dickinson. Dickinson passes it over to Hawkins. Hawkins buries it past Miner at the 16-13 mark of the first period. It's 1-0 Fish. And I'm saying to myself, ooh, this is good. Good to set the tone. Draw first blood. It's great to see. But I had a little bit of weary for what happened next. With less than a minute to play in the period... Utah strikes at the 1941 mark of the period as Malik getting his fourth of the season from Tapcos. It's 1-1 after 20 minutes of play. Both teams even in shots at nine apiece. Now, I will say this. Utah was given a lot of power plays tonight. A lot of power plays. I did not like that at all. There's a few blown calls by the officiating tonight. That I had some questions about while I was watching this game. A couple of them. One was on the herd call. One was on the herd play. He was going to the puck next to Christopoulos. Brought down. Clearly was an interference call. And it happened right in front of the official. But yet again, the officiating did not go in our way. It was mostly in the Utah's favor. So, after 20 minutes, we're tied at one. But the thing was, Utah scoring late in the period gives them a little bit of momentum. Hopefully it would give them some momentum to build up into the series and to continue on, you know, and try to keep, you know, building to try to get a win tonight to force the game six here in Toledo. Our captain, T.J. Hensick, loves shooting it from the line 
from below the point in that face-off area as he capitalizes from Hawkins and Dickinson. It's 2-1 fish. I think that goal right there started the downward spiral for Utah. Because Utah was running the momentum. They were having a lot of speed in their play. And then Toledo then capitalizes with that goal. And after 40 minutes, Toledo was up 2-1. to one. Toledo outshot Utah in the second period, 15-14. to 14. And then in the third period, the Fish fought back and killed the Grizzlies tonight. And in my opinion, the game-winning goal was Hensick's goal, but I think the play from Brett Boeing after the glass comes off the partition, and Utah had momentum. They were building momentum to build up in there, getting shots after shots, getting to Christopoulos, getting opportunities. The fan knocks the glass off the partition. They have to fix it. Kills the momentum. Faceoff goes to Utah. Gets deflected. Brewing with a great defensive play. Gets the puck off of Das 2. Boeing goes on a breakaway. And beats Miner. And it's 3-1 fish. And I'm looking at that point and saying to myself, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then the icing on the cake in this game. As Marcus Fella getting his third of the postseason from McKenzie and Gordy Meyer. At the 13.55 mark of the period, 4-1 fish. That killed Utah. That ended any opportunity that Utah had. And then the knife gets twisted into Utah with the empty netter from Brandon Hawkins. A two-goal night for Hawkins. His 13th of the postseason. At the four-second mark, four seconds left to go in the game at the 19.56 mark. From Hensick and Dickinson. And your Toledo Wally. Our Toledo Wally. Our fish. Our fight. Win the game. 5-1. to one. Win the series. 4 games to 1. And are the 2022. 2021-2022. Western Conference Champions. Wow. I, I, I'll say this. I will say this. After last night's performance, there was a bit of me that was thinking, you know, possibly that Utah could possibly bounce back and, you know, this was a rally. This could have been, tonight's game could have been a rallying point for them. But also, 100% of me was thinking, there's blood in the water. Toledo's just going to kill them. And they did. They did tonight. Toledo out shooting Utah in the game only by one, 34 33. 
Toledo 0 for 1 on the power play. Utah with 5 power play attempts, 0 for 5. Toledo 5 for 5 on the penalty kill. Billy Christopoulos, a gem of a game. 32 of 33 saves. Save percentage of a point, 9.89. Minor, the loss, stopping 29 of 33. Save percentage of a point, 8.98. In the game, the Fish win. Time of the game, 2 hours and 27 minutes. 6,663 at the Maverick Center. The three stars of the game, Billy Christopoulos, the number three star, the number two star of the game, Brett Boeing, and in my opinion, the eventual game winner for him, and the number one star, Brandon Hawkins, with the two-goal performance. A big night for him. He had two goals and one assist. A great outing for Brandon tonight. Nick Noel Boyler, the number referees, Riley Yankovich, Chad Fuller, and Christopher Williams, the linesmen, the fish, are going to the Kelly Cup final. I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. To see this team, to see this talent, and to, uh, to, unbelievable. This has been an absolutely unbelievable season this is a story that you know my generation we are living in right now of how great this talented team is to win not just they have won eight of their last nine games in the postseason the hiccup of course game one in you against utah Four straight against Wheeling. And now four straight against Utah. Eight of nine. It's unbelievable. And what, what can you say? This team is absolutely fantastic. From, from the start to the finish. Goaltending, perfect. Christopoulos, doing well. I don't have any questions on Christopoulos now. I really don't. After what I saw tonight... There is still a little bit of me that thinks that he's a little bit dinged up. But now with this long break that the fish are going to get here, he could get a hundred. He could try to get back to a hundred percent, which is great. And that's what a lot of these guys need. Need to get back to a hundred percent feeling a hundred percent as well. So we shall see how this is going to shape up. Oh, I am just, I am just ecstatic. I'm ecstatic here having a Molson enjoying this championship the western conference championship joe Ernst giving out the trophy to tj hensick the team getting a photo with the trophy randy gazola picking it up and carrying it over his head that's that for me you know trophies conference championship trophies in my opinion are one of those things that you know i don't really like touching it's because of the fact that you know the Next trophy is the one that you play for that's totally worth it, in my opinion. And the fact that, you know, they picked up that trophy says a lot. Says a lot. Hopefully it's not a curse. Hopefully they can win games. And this is great. Remember, Toledo has 
was the Brabham Cup champions. They have home ice advantage throughout the whole postseason. And now it's going to play into our factor this year in the Kelly Cup Final. Remember, in 2019, when we played in the Kelly Cup Final, we had to start on the road in Newfoundland for two games. We will start at home this year for two games. And the bank tank is going to be rocking. If you don't have tickets, and last check, there was 500 tickets left for supposedly Monday's game. Now all the tickets that are for Monday and Tuesday's games will now transfer over to Game 1 of the Kelly Cup Final. And will also, for Game 7's tickets, will transfer over to Game 2 of the Kelly Cup Final. So if you got tickets for those games, if you purchased them online... Don't worry about it. They will be switched over to game one of the Kelly Cup final. It, it, it's just it's just like that. I'm just telling you that's how it's going to shape up. Because when I went and got tickets for the supposed game six, I was told that your ticket for game for game six would then turn, if they won the series, would turn into game one of the Kelly Cup final. And that is what it is going to be. Game one of the Kelly Cup final. Now, we had to find out who Toledo would play. Toledo is going to play. It's not going to be a rematch of the 2019 Kelly Cup final. It will be the Florida Everblades. That's the Florida Everblades after blowing a 5-2 lead in this game tonight at Hertz Arena. Up 5-2. to two. After 40 minutes, Newfoundland, three unanswered in the third. But Florida, a minute into the first overtime, Sherrard his second of the season from Penzara, and the Everblades are going to the Kelly Cup Final, winning the Eastern Conference by a score of 6-5, to five, winning the series four games to one. Newfoundland outshot in the game 27 to 25. Newfoundland 0 for 4 in the power play. Florida 1 for 6. A sold out crowd, a good crowd on hand of 3,622 in attendance at the game that took 3 hours and 2 minutes to play. So Petrozelli, the loss, stopping 27 of 21, uh, 21 of 27. Johnson stopping 20 of 25. In the game. So there's that. So Toledo. Will play the Florida Everblades. At the Huntington Center. For game one. Of the Kelly Cup Final. Game one. Is now. The dates have been released. We are just getting this as we speak. Thank you. We are just getting this as we speak. So game one. Of the Kelly Cup Final will take place. This Friday. June 3rd, it will be a 735 puck drop at the Bank Tank at the Huntington Center. So we have, and at last check, less than 500 tickets are left for game I. There's 1,500 left for game J. Keep that in mind. Game 2 will take place Sunday. Remember, Sunday, June 4th. 735 puck drop for that one. Now I had to look this up. I said, why are they playing the day after? Brooks and Dunn are at the Huntington Center 
the next night after the game one of the Cali Cup final. So Brooks and Dunn concert, and then game two of the Fish versus the Everblades there. Game three is scheduled for Wednesday, June 8th, 7.30 puck drop at Hertz Arena in Estro, Florida. Game four will be June 10th, 7.30 puck drop in Florida. Game five, if necessary, will be in Florida. Saturday, June 11th, 7 p.m. puck drop for that one. If it goes past game five, the final two games of the Kelly Cup playoffs will be at the Huntington Center. It will take place Tuesday, June 14th, 7.35 puck drop. Game seven, if necessary, June 16th, 7.35 puck drop for those games. You know, it is a 2-3-2 series, folks. A 2-3-2 series. I, I am just ecstatic. I, I, let me just say this. Let me just say this. This team, absolutely, like I said, and Florida is a test. The last time Florida was in the Huntington Center, we have to go back to the inception of this team. 2009, for the three-game season, three-game series, to open the Huntington Center. That was the last time Florida was in the Huntington Center. And Florida, that the previous season, was the Kelly Cup champions. So it comes around full circle, folks. Full circle. So I want your predictions tonight on our Facebook Live show. What was your reaction to the walleye winning tonight as well as your prediction for the Kelly Cup final. This is going to be fantastic. You know, we saw how ruckus the crowd was during the first two round, three rounds of the playoffs. We know how loud this franchise and this team can be in 2019 when we were playing for the Kelly Cup. We are going to be loud. Pack the bank tank, folks. Pack the tank. This is going to be a fantastic series. We're going to dive more and more later on this week into all Andy Alford on Tuesday's edition of the program. And we'll dive more into this series and look at the matchups between the two teams. Because we ain't going to do another show till Tuesday. And then we'll be back on the air for post-game shows for the Kelly Cup Final. And we will be at the tank on Friday for Game 1 of the Kelly Cup Final. We will be at the tank. And it is going to be loud. It is going to be fun. It is going to be fantastic. So if you haven't got your tickets, what are you waiting for? Tickets are going to go fast. This is tickets like quick tickets like Comic-Con. Think of it as like you're watching The Big Bang Theory. And they're trying to get Comic-Con tickets. And you're going to be ending up getting, you know, standing room. What are you waiting for? Get the tickets. 419-725-WALL first thing in the morning. Or right now, ToledoWalleye.com. 
In the morning, go down to the ticket office. Get them. It's going to be a big one. Toledo wins the series four games to one. Florida four games to one over Newfoundland. As you're listening and watching, all Andy Alford. Tonight right here on the Anchor Network. Whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Bleaker, Stitcher, however you're listening, wherever and however you're listening. Thank you for tuning into the tr- into our podcast tonight. The Walleye winning tonight, clinching the Western Conference, winning the Bruce Taylor Trophy as the Western Conference champions. The Florida Everblades winning the trophy in the Eastern Conference, winning the but. EA Bud Gittier Trophy as Eastern Conference Champions. There's that. The trophies have been won, have been clinched. The schedule has been released. Game one, Friday, June 5th, June 3rd, excuse me, 7.35 at the Huntington Center. So there's that for you. Tonight, we had a game six in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs as it was the Carolina Hurricanes taking on the New York Rangers. Carolina up three games to two in the series. The Rangers getting the better of the Hurricanes in the game as the Rangers jumped out to an early 2-0 lead from from Mott and Sabatajad and then it was 3-0 Rangers after Sintel getting his third of the season from Adam Fox. It's 3-0 and then Carolina then capitalized with Sajan getting his first, and then Sadell getting his second of the game, second of the period, second of the game, his fourth of the playoffs, and it's four-one Rangers. It was all Rangers in the game. Trocheck tries to balance it out with a four-two lead in favor of the Rangers, but then the Breadman delivers on the power play, getting a five-two win, giving the Rangers the series tied, going to a game seven on Monday night at. PNC Arena in Raleigh. So game seven, 8 p.m. puck drop on Monday night in Raleigh for game seven. Game one of the Western Conference Finals will be Tuesday, the 31st of May. It will be the Edmonton Oilers traveling to Ball Arena to take on the Colorado Avalanche. Game one of that series on Tuesday, game one of the west of the Eastern Conference will be that following Wednesday. It will be Tampa playing either Carolina or the New York Rangers. So there is that news for you guys tonight on the uh, the updates from the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, it looks like Johnny Cadreau says in some NHL news for you today. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau says he will likely remain a flame, win a cup in Calgary. So it looks like Johnny Hockey is going to stay the same. Uh, it looks like Christian Tarnoff could be out for the start of the season after he had soldier sur- shoulder surgery on Saturday morning. So there's that for you. That's the updated news and notes around the National Hockey League for you tonight. Let's dive into what happened on the Diamond tonight 
And we'll start first and foremost with some good news. We'll start with the Reds. The Reds were taking on the San Francisco Giants, and the Punisher capitalizes in the bottom of the uh, on the top of the ninth inning with the Reds up three to two. The Giants go for the play at the plate to tie the game, and the Punisher Adiciel Aquino capitalizes, throwing out the runner at the plate, and. The Reds getting a big win, three to two over the San Francisco Giants. Gutierrez, the win, he goes to one and six with a seven point seven one ERA. With the loss, he goes to three and four with a four point eight one ERA. Saltarian his save, his third of the season. The Reds had three runs in the first inning. That's all the scoring that the Reds had. The Giants one run in the third, one run in the sixth for two runs on twelve hits, no errors. The Reds three runs on five hits, no errors. The Reds have taken the series. They've won the first two games of the series, so they have taken the series. They will play tomorrow morning at 11.30, well, later this morning at 11.35 in the morning as they'll be on Peacock taking on the San Francisco Giants. It will be on the bump. Miley, who is 2-5 and five with a 3, 6.32 ERA, will take on Cobb, who is 3-2 with a 6.25 ERA, 11.35. First pitch for that one. Now let's talk about what we saw up in Detroit today. The Tigers welcomed in the the Guardians in a series after being postponed Friday night. The Guardians getting the better of uh, the Tigers getting the better of the Guardians on Thursday. However, today it was the Jose Ramirez show as Bieber went and pitched a gem of a ball game today. The Tigers only having one run on ten hits, one error. Bieber, a shutout game for him as the Guardians had two runs in the fourth, four runs exploding in the seventh, and two runs in the ninth for eight runs on 11 hits, no errors, as Shane Bieber just pitched a gem of a ball game. He went eight innings, eight hits, one run. That run was earned. Five strikeouts, his ERA a 3.19 ERA. As he gets the win, he goes to 2-3 and three with a 3.19 ERA for the Tigers. It was Fabio going six innings, five hits, two runs. Those two runs were earned, two walks, two strikeouts. His ERA a 3 ERA. He's now 1-2 in the game. No home run tip for the Tigers. However, it was Jose Ramirez getting his 12th of the season. Off of Carlton in the ninth inning, giving the Guardians the big 8-1 win over the Detroit Tigers. Excuse me. So we have the concluding game of the series, the game three of the series. So the series is tied at one game apiece in this four-game set that was washed out on Friday. So we have the the eventual pandemonial game, as it will be McKenzie on the bump. 3-3 three three with a 2.70 ERA. He'll take on Rodriguez, who is no record of it yet, but a 9.39 ERA, 140 first pitch for that one tomorrow afternoon. The Tigers then will welcome in the Minnesota Twins on Monday. It will be brisky for the Tigers, 0-4 with a 5.14 ERA. Minnesota has yet not named a starter. They, the Tribe, formerly the Tribe, now the Guardians, will go to home to Kansas City on Monday. For a 6-10 first pitch, it will be Plesek on the bump. 
one and four with a 5.40 ERA. Hetsley will start for the Royals. He's 0 2 with a 4.73 ERA. Scores from around Major League Baseball today, besides the Guardians getting an 8 1 win over the Detroit Tigers and the Reds a 3 2 win. It was the Blue Jays right now behind on the Angels in the bottom of the seventh inning, 4 3. It's 1 1 between the Padres and the and the Pirates. Top eight sees the Mariners up 6 0 on the Astros. The Nationals get up and beat the Rockies in game one of the double dip, 13-7. The Rockies get the better half of the of the Nationals with a 3-2 win. So both series tied at one game apiece. The Red Sox a 5-3 win over the Orioles. Yeah, the Orioles also winning in the second half of the game, 4-2. So they split that series right there for the double dip today. The Royals a 7-3 win over the Twins. You have the Brewers. Fall to the Cardinals, 8-3. The Rangers, 11-4 win over the Athletics. The Marlins, a 4-1 win over the Braves. The Yankees fall to the Tampa Bay Rays tonight by a score of 3-1. Dodgers, a 3-2 win over the Diamondbacks. The Phillies fall to the Mets tonight, 8-2. Cubs getting a 5-1 win over the Southsiders of the Pale Hosers over on the South Side. And my my colleague, uh, Nick the Money Man DeVera, said it best that this Cubs White Sox series, this is the Cubs World Series because, in my opinion, the Cubs aren't going to do anything this year. Cubs are 19 and 26. They're just like the Reds, not looking good overall. So, there is that for you guys tonight. Uh, news from around Major League Baseball right now. Uh, fam for the Reds. This is a big play right here. Uh, fam. Tommy Pham has been suspended three games and an undisclosed play for his appropriate conduct prior to Friday night's game against the San Francisco Giants. Mike Hill, senior baseball, senior vice president of on-field operations, made the announcement. The suspension for Farm is retroactive to Friday night's contest and remain, remaining two games will be served Saturday and Sunday as the Reds could finish up with the Giants. He will not appeal. Pham was scratched from Cincinnati's lineup shortly before first pitch on Friday. Well, the Reds spokesman says he agrees to sit down with MLB to contact the investigation. The Reds players were taking batting practice at Great America Park where Pham and Jock Peterson met out in left field. Peterson said Pham confronted him and slapped him on the face. Both parties said the incident involved a player-led fantasy football league. Several players intervened in the situation. Both dugouts and bullpens emptied. It's an unfortunate situation, Jock Peterson said, following the Reds' 5-1 win on Friday. Kind of steamed from Fantasy Football League we both were in last year. I put a player on injury reserve when they were listed as out, then added another player, and then he was text messaging in the group chat saying that I was cheating because I was stashing players on my bench. All this over Fantasy Football. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. White Sox has designated Keiko for assignment. That's a big one. Dallas Keiko has been designated for assignment on Saturday and recalled infielder Danny Metric from the from AAA Charlotte. Keiko was 2-5 and five with a 7.88 ERA with 20 strikeouts and 8 straight starts. How about Detroit pick him up? He loves Hitch. Stays in the division. Oh, yeah. Pick him up. If I was Al Avila, pick him up. There's that for you. 
So there is that for you guys around Major League Baseball tonight. Uh, other news and notes, of course, we have the race tomorrow. Three big races happening tomorrow, starting off tomorrow morning with Formula One's race in Monaco. That's going to start off tomorrow at 9 a.m. on ESPN. Then at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. in Indianapolis, the Indianapolis 500. I look forward to this race every single year with the great old Jim Neighbors. Unfortunately, he is gone from us, but they have now uh, they have the guy who does the Chicago Blackhawks national anthem sings uh, back home again in Indiana. That's a great song. Uh, so the Indianapolis 500 tomorrow at 11 a.m. And then Charlotte Motor Speedway will have the NASCAR race. So three races right there. You also have golf taking place as well. You have happening in the beautiful city of Fort Worth, Texas right now. It is the beautiful Charles Schwab Open. And right now, Scotty Scheffler is leading at 11 under par. Scott Stallings, 9 under par. in tie for second with Brandon Todd, who's 9 under par. Harold Varmer, the third, is 8 under par. Patrick Reed, 7 under par as well. You also have uh, Sink, uh, Kirk at 7 under par. Davis at 7 under par. And Hahn, 7 under par as well. Jordan Spieth at 5 under par. Tie for 12th in this tournament as well. Tony Finau, 4 under par. Tied for 17th, and some of the that's just some of the big names in that tournament going on. Also, LPGA gotta make mention of this really quickly. The LPGA taking place this weekend as they are having the match play tournament going on right now in the Bank of Hope LPGA match play that is taking place. It will be the final two matches tomorrow. It'll be uh, Lee versus Injan at 11.30 Eastern and Frenu versus Vu. 11.30 will be the matches for the championship tomorrow at the Bank of Hope LPGA match play. And then next week, the U.S. Women's Open takes place. It will take place next week at Scott Southern Pines, North Carolina, at Pine Needles Lodge and Golf Course Golf Club. Looking forward to that. I am really looking forward to that. Yuka Sasso, the defending champion. Can she defend again? Also, got to make mention of this really quickly. Tomorrow night, a game seven between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. 8.30 tip on ESPN. Boston, a two-and-a-half point favorite in this game. I think Boston will win this game. I take the Celtics. I take the Celtics in that one. So there is that for you as you're listening and watching a special post-game edition of All Andy Elford tonight right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Bleaker, Stitcher, however you're listening, wherever and however you're listening. Thank you for tuning into the podcast this evening. going to have a Molson here really quickly to get a, get a sip and get us coasting into the final half of our podcast here. The taste of victory, my friends. The taste of victory. A Molson Canadian for these Canadian boys, this walleye team to win. I wish they had Molson Canadian on tap at the Huntington Center. Because that probably tastes awesome. They have LeBab, but 
you know, it's not, I don't want the Labatt splats. Like people, the Labatt splats are not good. So, uh, that's pretty much going to wrap it up for all Andy Elford tonight. And I want to thank you guys for making these shows during the Western Conference Final. Absolutely fantastic. And we're going to continue doing these shows post-game through the Kelly Cup Final. As we now know who the opponent is for our fish, our fight, which is the Florida Everblades. Game 1 will be Friday the 3rd, 7.35 puck drop. Again, I keep saying it. Get your tickets for this. You've got to be there. You have to be there. This is a series that you will go down in history. Where you were? Where were you at? Nineteen ninety-three, the Riley Cup was won by the Toledo Storm. Nineteen ninety-four was the last championship that this city got in hockey, in minor league hockey. Can we do it? Can we do it? We shall see. So until I talk to you on Tuesday for our regular edition, it will be a regular edition of all Andy Alford. This is Andy Alford saying, I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. The game of life. Keep your stick on the ice. And to the teams you root for at home. And to my teams. Go Jackets! Go Walleye! Congratulations, Western Conference champions! Go Reds! Go Tigers! Go Guardians! And go Hens! We'll be at the ballpark tomorrow night. You see me? Stop by and say hey. And hit them straight, my friends. More birdies, less bogeys. Because after all, victory is sweetest. When you have tasted defeat, I tasted a Molson tonight. And a congratulations to our fish. Our fight, the Walleye, are in the Kelly Cup Final. They take on the Florida Everblades on Friday. And we'll talk to you on Tuesday, right here on All Andy Alford. I'll talk to you guys later. Love you. This has been a presentation of the All Andy Alford Network, powered by Anchor. You've been listening to Andy tonight on the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network, whether it be on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Bleaker, however you listen, wherever and whenever you're listening. Thank you again for tuning into the show tonight. You can be a part of our show by following us on Twitter. It is at AllAndyElford, as well as Facebook.com slash AllAndyElford. The podcast is performed each week right here on the Anchor Network.